This is Vida by Design. Welcome, everybody. And I would like to especially welcome those who are here for the very first time. My name is Hector Prado. And my name is Cesar Balboa. And we are super excited to be here. Uh, apologies for last week. We did not release an episode. It's Life all. got hectic. Yes. And it was either we would rush an episode so we could just post something or we would postpone it until this week. So we said, you know what? Let's do a, a good episode. Let's just postpone it. Let's not rush through it. Yes, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And here we are. So uh, today we're going to be doing episode 13. Uh, we're going to uh, title it Rewind, Reflect, Relate, our 2023 Look Back. Yeah. So we're going to be discussing things about last year. Yes, in general. And it's more of a chill, a chill episode. It's not so... You can just listen, listen in. Yeah. And you can tell by our outfits too. And that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually literally in PJs and a hoodie <laughs> right now. Um, and that's uh, something that, and we spoke when we were uh, doing the outlines for the episodes. That's something that I want to do more t- during our podcast is just have more relaxed topics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a mix of everything, right? I think the first 11, 12 episodes that we did or 11 episodes there were a little bit more mindset and personal growth, Correct. which is n- absolutely nothing wrong with that. I love that. But I also want to do a little mix with everything else. Yeah, we're human beings. We like to have fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not all business and square and yeah. things like that. Maybe Caesar is, but not me. I'm not square. I don't even like to dress up. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> all, right. all right. So let's start with our, our first question. Uh <laughs> Well, we're skipping the, the segments, right? Because basically this whole podcast, this whole episode is just getting to know us. In yeah, general. getting to know yeah. us and then just looking back at 2023. Yeah. So in 2023, did you have any uh, uh, favorite movie, TV shows, books that you went through throughout the year? And music. And music or music. I had all of those. Okay. You want me to start off with the list? I know you have a list. <laughs> I have a whole list, guys. It's my time to shine. I love talking about this. <laughs> okay. That's a good list. <laughs> Hold on. Let me type mine right now. <laughs> Literally, guys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is, yeah, I, I had to get prepared for this one. You know, but I had to do it. Um, okay. Books. Go for it. Let's start with books. Books are a little bit more. Uh, for them on the mindset side so of course i re-listened re-read girl wash your face by rachel hollis mm-hmm. i did the secret again i forgot her daughter's name she has a bunch of books uh, the secret and then also did the four agreements so i think i went back to the basics in 2023 i couldn't get through that book the four, the four agreements? agreements oh my mm-hmm. god that one's i can just I think because I can relate to about it so much because I was someone who like was very down. Very mm. that's why. So someone who's very down, it's lacking, you know, uh, confidence. That book can get you to understand why you're kind of feeling like that, and can mm-hmm. get you to, out of that mindset. Yeah, I think I read through like three quarters of the book, yeah. and I just I couldn't finish. No. I'm like, even no. if you literally read the four agreements, which is not the chapter, like the four of them, I can't remember them out of the top of my head. But if you, there's four of them, and the author breaks it down to why, you know, you feel like that, or you're, you're doing, or what you can do to kind of get out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the books. Check them out. Um, I really do recommend three, all three of them, definitely for you to for the listen. 
for movies, there's a lot of movies that came out this year. Now, movie theater wise, we saw Scream Six. We saw the Hunger Games. That one. We saw Fast Ten. We saw Transformers. We we saw the Marvels. So I think out of all of those, my favorite one was Scream. And the reason why I love Scream so much, one because of the Jenna Ortega and Melissa Bo. I forgot her last name. The two main actresses, like I really liked the dynamic. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that dynamic. And also, growing up, I was super, super scared of scary movies, even movies like Scream. Even though it's not a scary movie, it's more like it's mystery horror style. It's scary. I still couldn't watch them. And now that I'm older, I think those are that series was my first series to get my little feet wet Mm -hmm. on horror movies. And honestly, I don't think I will ever get into horror movies, but Scream was just something different. And yeah, there's a little. Yeah. So we'll go with that one and the Marvels. So like those two are my top, my top two. I love the Marvels. I think I like the dynamic of the three women. Someone who's younger generation, someone who's a little older, and of course, you know, the main character, Captain Marvel. I love that dynamic. I like that it was funny. I like that it was kind of weird and silly. I know a lot of people didn't really enjoy that, but mm-hmm. I did. I definitely did. And it's just one of those movies that I would never, ever forget. Now, you I would never, ever, ever forget that one? No. That's something I love that movie. It's so cool. Okay. And then also. I watched Home Alone and Santa Claus a bazillion times this past Christmas season. Literally. Like it was just playing in the background the whole time. It was like four to five times a week each of those movies. Yeah. For like two months. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the things that I watch. What's next? Some TV? Do you want to tell me your your movies? Finish your list. Uh, Music. Well, I saw TV shows, boy. Boy. I don't. So TV shows. I don't watch that much TV, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't watch that much TV, but when I do watch it. Now, these are TV shows that actually sat down and watched TV. I watch YouTube. I watch a lot more YouTube. But these are the TV shows I watched this past year. The Last of Us is a post-apocalyptic series. So basically, there's like this virus, this fungal virus that, you know, people start kind of like a zombie movie. Um, it's based off a video game. So that one's a really good show. Heartstopper season two. If you know, you know, that show is such a good show, especially if you're part of the LGBTQ community, you can relate to it, not relate to it, but I can, I can see why older people in the LGBT community really enjoy that show because it's about like teenagers. Wait, which one is it? Heartstopper. Oh no. So basically it's about teenagers who, uh, one decide one comes out and the other one's out and they kind of get together and have like that young love. Mm-hmm. And I think because I didn't experience that in high school. So it's really, really nice to see. Um, love death, love and death. That's Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. So it's based on, it's based on a true story events where like this lady murders. Um, she has an affair and like she murdered, there's a murder mystery around it and, it's really really cool. I can't can't remember exactly like where it took place, mm-hmm. but it was I believe it was back in like the 60s, 70s, something like that. Um, that's a really cool like psychological like thriller mystery type of um, 
TV show. So that one's really good. I've never heard about that no. one. I only watched it because it's Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. So that's the reason. And I like that. Elite, if you're an Elite fan, season seven came out. I sat down and watched it. Um, it was okay. I, it wasn't the best season, but I can understand why it was made. Mm-hmm. And then Selling Sunset, Selling the OC. Oh, yeah. If you love those movies, those movies, those mm. TV shows. So I have a lot to say about them. <laughs> actually. I do have. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So like those definitely are some of the shows that I watched. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch many. So if if you see my list, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, six TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like I truly sat down and watched them. Um, and then the f- other one was Abbott Elementary. I mm. finally watched, I believe it was two, three seasons, something like that. And I need to watch that one. Abbott Elementary is hilarious, like hilarious. And some of it's true. Like when it comes to being a teacher or, or being some students, what they're experiencing, it's like heartbreaking. Not heartbreaking, but you can you can remember if you were going through a hard time in, in elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there was a teacher there for me or there wasn't. So you can you can relate no matter what you can relate to that show, and now I also rewatch Pretty Little Liars. I think I rewatch that show every year, and I don't just sit down and watch it. No, I sit like, down and listen to mm-hmm. it. So like if I'm cleaning, I'll have something up. I'll have that on, or just so you can have some noise in the background. Some noise in the background. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's one that I rewatch, and yeah, I think that's all my TV shows. But out of my favorite, can I say my favorite? Yes. So my favorite out of all of those, I think I can rewatch again and again, will be Heartstopper and Selling Sunset. Mm. Even though Selling Sunset, I know we Mm. have things about Selling Sunset, but I think visually it's very appealing because of the homes. It's somewhere that we want to go. They hardly showed any homes these two (laughs) the seasons. I know. That's why I'm like, yo, it's not a drama show. Like, okay, yeah, it's a little bit of a drama show, but. The whole purpose of it is to show the real estate, the houses, what they're doing, the transaction, the but not fucking like oh <laughs> this person slept with that person, made out, and they're married, and I don't want that's not <laughs> why I'm watching the show. No, that's true. Yeah. But the homes are make up for it, at least for me. The ten seconds that they showed every episode. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can. Okay, the last season. Yeah, that that's what happened. But season six, it there was, was still a lot of home showing. So there was two seasons this year. Or this past year. Yes. Yes. So yes. season six, the there was a The second one was... A, season like, seven. Yeah. yeah. But then there was a OC one, too. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that they only did one season this year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That one was like, all of it was drama. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the fudge, dude? Like That one was a lot of drama. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Music. So go go with yours. I think I feel like I'm you already, too much. That's your last thing. Your last... But it's super long. Go on, make a short. Okay, tell me yours. What's your favorite? What's some of your favorite? Okay, picks? so movies that oh, I movies. I well, movies. Actually, I only have two, and it was Air, uh, which basically it was the how the Michael Jordan uh, uh, shoe came into protection and like the story behind that and, and mm. all that. So that was actually a, a really good movie with uh, Ben Affleck. Where did you watch that? Uh, Peacock, I think. Peacock? Okay. Or Amazon um, Prime. Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. That's where it was. Um, that was a really good show just yeah. because 
And I think it was, I watched that after I watched the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix the last for the dance. second time. Yeah. Mm. The Last Dance. Or oh, The Last Dance. The Last Dance. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I watched the, the series again and then I watched that movie probably like the week after then. It's actually a really good movie. Mm. Um, so that one was really good. And then there was the Hunger, Game, uh, Hunger Games movie as well. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting it to be that good. Um, really? I thought the prequel... I think sometimes prequels are very, they just ruin the whole series okay. of the movies mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Um, but this one was actually really good. And there's that scene with the snakes that I just could not stand. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall, that was really good. So I would say those are, I was not a big fan of Marvel. Not this year. Not this year. Because there was actually, Guardians of the Galaxy. There was Ant-Man. <laughs> the Quantum two years i really haven't been a fan of marvel marvel movies no no i don't know it it just has transformed into the whole meta universe and Mm -hmm. all that stuff which i mean i think it's pretty cool but it just they just look too cartoonish if that makes sense Mm. when they do the whole meta universe and like the guardians of the galaxy when they went to um it was that planet, <laughs> yeah. obviously, right? It's like every freaking movie that it, it's the planets. But they had to, crap, what did they have to go? They had to go get a disc or something like that, like uh, data from the the main source. But like the whole meta universe, it looked too cartoonish, like the, the graphics. It was, yeah. You think that, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. And then also like uh, Doctor Strange, the latest one. I don't think it was this year. It was was 2022. Yeah. Like that one was too cartoonish too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think those are my my top two movies that I could really say that I watch and I actually enjoy. I mean, I'm the type of person that will watch 80s and 90s movies, especially like Mm -hmm. action movies and things like that. Um, like with uh, Tom Lee Johnson, uh, Harrison Ford, and all those movies. So, like, I would rather watch those movies than the movies that are coming out right now. Harrison Ford, I don't know who that is. Exactly my point. <laughs> exactly my point. I'm not a big movie person. Yeah. But what about Fast? What do you, th- you think about Fast? Okay. Fast 10. So, Fast, Fast 10, I love the fact that Aquaman, what's his freaking name? I always forget. Mamos, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. I love the character he played. Mm-hmm. Like it made the movie better. It, it did. <laughs> it actually did. It made the movie have that action sense, but then that humor as well. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like comical. It was like sarcasm humor. Like evil. <laughs> yeah 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 that's yeah. a good yeah that's evil good. humor yeah. yeah yeah it was evil humor <laughs> um so yeah he really made that movie yeah um, i completely agree yeah and um yeah it was a good movie overall not mm. yeah i i like the fact that they went back into incorporating more of the races as well and not mm-hmm. just the whole storyline of like the drama and the things whatever is going on the um, fbi and all that yeah yeah so I like that they they started incorporating that. So I'm excited for the second part 
um, and see how that turns out. And then I love the fact that somehow he she lived the when she fell off the airplane. Gal Gadot. Yeah. I don't know her name. I forgot her name in the series, but I know her act the actress's name. She's Wonder Woman. That's yes, why. Because yes. she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. The whole time. No, but not on that movie. <laughs> I know. Not on those I, movies, though. I know, but okay. you know what I mean? Because yeah. she survived. <laughs> that makes sense, huh? Imagine Complete if they sense. would blend him. Complete sense. <gasps> Wonder Woman and <laughs> Fast Fury. Oh, I'll take credit for that. Ideas. I'll take my, my royalty percentage <laughs> off of that one, please. Just 5%. <laughs> you know how much money that could be? Yeah. A lot. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that, yeah. Overall, it was a good movie. Yeah. It was. Um, what about any TV shows? TV shows... I somehow, some way, always watch Revenge once a year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I'll, the storyline is actually really good. I always forget the name of the characters. I'm the type of person that if you tell me what's the name of the actor or actress, I will not know that person. So Especially who, if they're not like popular, popular, popular. If they're popular. not big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I know she is, and her name is Emily on the on the TV show, but I, I always can't I, um, I can't I remember her her name in real life. Um, so she's really good uh, actress. Um, so yeah, Revenge is always a TV show that I somehow watch once a year. Uh, the plot, everything, the storyline, it's freaking good. Uh, and then what kind of TV show is it? It's drama. Drama. Yeah, it's drama. Like it's not. There, is there like a mystery to it? Is yeah, there is a mystery to it. Um, or is it, it just dramatic? Like it's basically like a, a daughter goes and seeks re, seeks revenge from um, her parents' past to this wealthy, super wealthy uh, um, uh, wife or family lady. Yeah, oh. no, it's actually just direct into. Well, yeah, she does go after the whole family after eventually. But, uh, yeah, she goes after this whole, like, wealthy family. And it's in the Hamptons. Okay. So it's, like, it's mystery with drama. And then there is some, some like, violence as well. But it's, like, all bougie shit <laughs> as well. So maybe that's why I like it, huh? Yeah, their future. Um, I yeah, actually, I would want to go to the Hamptons. That would be nice. Um, and then Grace Anatomies, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a given. Um, Why do you like that show? Because like, I'm you learning how to be a doctor. Like, I don't <laughs> call these bruises anymore. I call them hematomas now. Who? Exactly. <laughs> Watch the TV show. <laughs> that's 19 seasons. That's a lot of... Yeah, lot. and each season is like 27 episodes. Yeah. So. How do you have time? <laughs> that's the that's the the one that i'll just play in the background oh and just like when i'm cooking or like yeah doing whatever i need to do i'll leave it in the in the background mm-hmm. um and then i also watch uh post mm-hmm. it's a tv show from the 80s i think that's the the timeline in the 80s and it's about the lgbtq community in new york how they whole started the whole um Oh my gosh, what is the freaking word? <gasps> I forgot. Vogue. Vogue, yeah. <laughs> Voguing. How they started voguing, but then the whole storyline too. 
um, back in the 80s because of the HIV pan, uh, pandemic that was going. Basically, it was very unaware or uh, they didn't have a lot of information of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was playing out throughout the, the whole TV show. Um, and I think it just brought a lot of knowledge into the culture of uh, being in the, in that type of, of community just because I I didn't really have the experience to be in the long term to be in the LGBT community in that sense, like in that sense of having that whole community. Okay. It was more of basically my life has been family, 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 family. And then for those almost two years, it was being in the LGBTQ community, but it wasn't the right type of environment. Okay, It was like the whole partying, the whole drinking, the clubbing, and, and all, but it wasn't the the getting to know people uh, in a different way outside of the whole party environment. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was business, 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 business. Yeah. So I've really never had that type of experience to be like in that TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was pretty nice to, to see that. I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. So I don't know, maybe in the future, that's something that I'll develop. Um, that, that's pretty much it yeah. when it comes to, to TV shows. Any books that you read? Yes. Two books. I read, um, Jay Shetty's, which is, I have it right here. The Eight Rules of Love. Mm-hmm. That one's actually really good. Um, and it's just a, a very good way to that brought more understanding to me of how to understand our relationship when it comes to between you and I um, and how to better um, make sure I'm understanding your needs in that sense okay. uh, as well. Um, so if you haven't read it, make sure you go read it. It's It's a really easy book to read as well. And then I also read... Which was uh, Atomic Habits. That's uh, the the book that I started early in the year, mm-hmm. 2023. Um, that's uh, that's a really good book. That just because I know it's something that, for me personally, I need to be improving every single time. Which mm-hmm. is how to incorporate better habits into my life, mm-hmm. and how not to go into uh, downhill just because of doing things that are not really going to be productive towards towards our goals in, yeah. the, in the future as well. So, yeah, definitely those two books were my top two books that, that I read throughout the year. Um, yeah. So going back to Atomic Habits, I, I forgot I read that book mm-hmm. as well. Um, two things that I really have stood out. Create your system, mm-hmm. whatever that is, at your home, using calendars, using apps, using some type of system for you to keep going and developing mm-hmm. and also uh, habit stacking. How can you habit stack? I think those two are, have been really like empowering to know that um, you can do that in order to progress. Yeah, definitely. And it's just, it's simple. It's very, very, it's simple. It's not easy to do, but it's simple for you to do and you can start to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just a side note on that. I forgot I wrote the book and I'm like, oh yeah, I read the book. I, I remember now. Yeah, and that's actually something that, um, not that you mentioned that the whole habit stacking, it's something that it has personally helped me in my fitness journey. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I remind myself that, <laughs> it's just reminding me about what we were talking about earlier. That's why I was mad. <laughs> mm. uh, 
it's a it's the fact that even since not 2023 but in 2022 that's when i started more of my fitness journey mm -hmm. but then 2023 it was a thing of it was just normal for me to get up at five in the morning go get ready and by six o'clock i'm at the gym working out already and one thing that really, really, really helped me, which I learned this from Ed Milet, was get your things ready for the next day. Mm -hmm. So like my workout clothes, I get them ready the night before. Mm -hmm. Like I pick my outfit. I'm like, all right, I'm going to wear this shirt, these sweats or these shorts uh, and these socks. And I put them on the on the on the other restroom. And then that that's my like mentally, that's my trigger mm -hmm. that I know I'm going to go work out. The, the following day. Yeah, because if you don't do it, you don't go <laughs> at all. And you've seen that, right? Yeah. You notice. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I can I think I can count with one hand the times that I actually didn't do that mm -hmm. because I knew intentionally that I, I didn't want to go. Not that I didn't want to go. Yeah. I knew I couldn't go work out the following day. Either something was going to be happening the night before, mm -hmm. we were going to go out, I knew I was going to be out late. Mm -hmm. Or something that I'm, I'm learning now is that I need to purposely have uh, rest days throughout the week. Yeah. Because I'm the type of person that will work six days straight doing weights and, and all that stuff and then just rest one day out of the week. But I have to break it down throughout the week. Yeah. And it doesn't benefit you if you're just working out all the time because then you're not recovering your body and you're not you can't do as much as you can from the day before especially yes. when you're super sore or something yes mm -hmm. so something that i learned actually today uh was that i can still work out seven days a week mm -hmm. but it's more of how do I, I can incorporate more of uh, stretching and yoga in in those days yeah. so like i can do weights three times uh monday tuesday and wednesday and then thursday i can do stretches mm -hmm. and then friday and saturday i can do weights and then sunday i can do some type of yoga or some some shit like that yeah. but yeah nice great job babe i love those i love those cheers habit stacking cheers just so you know what um <laughs> with what <laughs> what <a> <laughs> Well, I'm drinking some greens. The base is water. Crystal, I'm drinking some greens. You'll be so proud of me. I had mine this morning. Oh, I haven't. I've been really bad. Side note, no. I almost... Oh, yeah, this rest. morning in because... <laughs> no, uh, because I, I forced myself to drink the greens too fast, but then I also took my vitamins. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. My vitamins and all that. Mm -hmm. So, like... I think my my body overstimulated all the mm -hmm. vitamins and green shit all together. That yeah, it, yeah, it made me sick. So yeah, I was like, that. "Wait, working out? Like when you were working out? No, when, when you were, I got home. When you got home? Yeah, oh yeah, no. When I got home before I jumped in the shower, when that's usually when I do it. That's a lot. Um, a lot. music. My time to shine, guys. My Go time for to, it. If you know, you know. Literally. Okay. So I have. Hold on, like, that's gonna take like twenty five. I minutes. have a list of like thirty albums. No, I'm just kidding. So I have a list of three albums. I'll just be very, what is that called? Shy, not shy. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of the word. So, anyways, music. So, whenever we were writing these three questions, I was thinking of who or what I can talk about. Right. So, mm -hmm. three albums that came came into mind were was Kelsey Bellarini, uh, Rolling Up. She's a country artist. Mm. Uh, rolling up the Walkamat, her EP. Okay. So that EP is a straight EP about her divorce. 
Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why I really enjoy that album is because when she sings, you can feel her emotions. Oh, that's good. Okay. So that's that's a great indicator when someone when someone creates good music. If you can feel what they're singing or what they were going through, mm-hmm. then you can really be like, oh shit. And then and then for those of you who don't know, I believe I have frisian. Have you ever heard of frisian? No? no. So basically, and I wrote it down. So frisian. It's also known as aesthetic chills or psychogenic shivers in a in a psycho wait in a psychophysiological response to reward stimuli like music, films, stories, people, photos, and rituals. So basically, you hmm. get chills when you listen to music, and that happens to me. Wait, what's the name of that term again? Frisian. Oh. So like, I get so many chills. Certain type of people that I listen to, certain songs, even till. Till this is day, I still get him even if I already listened to the song before. And there's just something about it. Now, that's a really good album. And the two songs I read, no, not two songs, three songs I recommend. There is Penthouse. Mm-hmm. Basically, she talks about how she was building a false home with them. Okay. And then, but the reason, but the reason why that song hits, because in the bridge, she says, it, it, it's something like this. I can't remember exactly, but it's something like, it hurts that you got half. It hurts that you got what? Half. What does that mean? Like you got half of everything. Oh, half. Like mitad? Yes. La mitad? Yes. Because, because she, she was. created everything? Because she was the, the breadwinner. Honey, prenup, <laughs> postnup, <laughs> fucking up, literally. Yeah. So that, so like, so that one, and then second one is called Interlude. Like literally, that's the name of the song, mm-hmm. Interlude. And what I like about that one, it's more of a poppy auto tune song. Mm-hmm. So I auto tune country poppy song, and she talks about there how like in her divorce, she was the one getting shit on mm. when in re- because she initiated it. But how she says in that, I don't know, she says it throughout her, her album, is the fact that she people don't know what happens behind the scenes. Right. So he, so it's one of those things that she expresses there, like, women get shit on all the time. Mm. Like, why? And then it's, and then why am I getting blamed for this? Like, because supposedly on his side, he didn't know. He didn't know what? He didn't know. He was, he didn't know, which brings me back to the third song, Blindsided. Which he didn't know that their relationship wasn't wasn't working out, supposedly. So it's kind of one of those things, like it's he said, she said, and so on that song, the blindsided song. That's whenever he was blindsided by her divorce, quote unquote. Because then after she really, I'm sorry, but if it's to the level that a person initiates a divorce already there's a track record already of some feelings some things that have been going on way before that correct but that's that's her song because supposedly he was blindsided by all of this stuff so that's the name of the song blindsided Mm -hmm. so penthouse interlude and then blindsided like those are my top three songs from that specific ep it's kind and it's like i said it's country but the lyrics she writes, um, the lyrics she writes are just incredible. Her melodies are good. I just enjoy, I enjoy that. And like I said, I get goosebumps sometimes listening to those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Now, 
it is a divorce album so trigger warning <laughs> and it's not and it's crazy because it's not like i felt have i ever been divorced in my life but i think the heartbroken part of it mm-hmm. i felt it before i'm laughing because and not necessarily no. and not necessarily be in a relationship i think it has to do with relationships with family with life in general so i feel very broken so then i can relate to it in that way not necessarily as a divorce with the actual partner okay so that right there mm. That's so interesting you mentioned that because that's how I feel about some songs too. Like, for example, a breakup song, right? Mm-hmm. That it's so good and it's so sad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can apply it to some life situation mm-hmm. that is completely opposite of the meaning of, of from the song. Correct. That it's a breakup song. Mm-hmm. So that that's so cool that you mentioned. That's that. why yeah. sometimes when I listen to songs with you in the car, there's like heartbreaking and like, oh, this and that. I'm like... I'm like, there's who hurt you, dude? Exactly. And it's not like someone hurt me. It was more like life. Mm-hmm. Like life happens and life hurt me. I don't I don't want to say like, you know, but something like that where like, oh, shit, like I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Or like feel not feeling loved or not, or feeling neglected, like kind of like that song. It's just like, oh, I, I know what that feels like. Even though it wasn't from a partner, it was more... It's like more like life. the inner child yes. part of it, which it's so crazy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So for that one, I still get goosebumps. That album, the whole album's good. Except one song. I Her last song's the only song that I just can't get into. It's very acoustic-y and it's, it's great lyrics. It mm-hmm. has very it has great lyrics, but I just can't get to it. But other than that, every other song in that album, I mean, that EP, whew, gives me chills. Mm-hmm. I want to hear yours. One of them. I mean, I have a lot. I, w- I want. How many do you have? Honestly, mm-hmm. I have little sections of different little things. How many albums do you have? I have three albums. Okay, but then I have more. <laughs> We're only doing albums. That's it. Okay, <laughs> we don't have a whole freaking two hours come for this on, episode. Come on, we'll do a go. whole different episode just on music. You and I. Come on, and I'll do fine. A do lot one, of then I'll do another one. In okay. There. It's so funny that you mentioned that and how you started with that one because mine has always been. Uh, chemistry by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, okay. Her new album because it's the whole journey of what she went through, her breakup and her things like that. Yeah, with her divorce and all that. So, um, yeah, that's a song that I have it. I probably listened what song? to it. it. I love all songs. No, no, no. You said that was the one song. That album, sorry. Oh, That's album. that one album oh. that I can continuously listen to it mm-hmm. on repeat and repeat and repeat and not get tired of it. Yeah. That, and I know this one, uh, 2023, obviously this is like hella, hella old, but 19 by Adele. That oh, okay. album too, that one, yeah. that's another. But anywho, yeah, Kelly Clarkson's uh, Chemistry album, that's one that I really, really, really regret not going to see her in 2023, so... I don't know what I'm going to do. Fucking OnlyFans, whatever it has to be. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going in February to see her last show. You are? Yeah. Oh, am I invited? Oh, you definitely are. <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going. I don't know. If, you definitely could come with me. But I'm telling you, I'm going. All right. Hold that to them. So what? give us a couple of songs. <sighs> Hold on. Hold on. I like the one with David Guetta. Which one? Um, he produced it. 
I think it's David Guetta. It was a DJ. Favorite kind of high? That's not in that album. No? No. Oh. No. That's... um. Okay. Not that I saw the, the title of the names. Mine. Mine uh, in that album. That one's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be... It kind of does talk about a little bit about a breakup, but... I see him more as being someone with someone else, like with someone that you really love and you want to, because that's how I interpret her album is kind of like, this is our love story. And this is why I love you so much. And, mm-hmm. and I care for you. But then we broke up and then she starts like with those heartbreaking songs and things like that. So it's kind of like, it's literally her story. It's a storyline yeah, within, story within the and songs. And I think that's why I enjoy the album because there are some songs that are just not like, they don't really relate to one another. It's uh-huh. kind of like just random songs that they're, they're, they're playing. Oh, okay, okay. But this one, there's actually a storyline from the first song all the way to, to the end as well. So it's kind of like a, there's some fillers in there within her stories. Yes. Well, maybe maybe there's a meaning to that. Have you ever looked into that? Like, no, why there's I don't songs? do my homework with music like you do. Oh. Okay, I just listen to them and I appreciate the artist. You like literally, you're right now on Wikipedia, yeah, reading about the album. Like, yeah. I don't go to that extent. I just enjoy the album and that's it. Yeah, and I do have to apologize. Re- Favorite kind of high is on the album. It's just not produced by David Guetta. That's the one I do like though. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's uh, track seven. But it's not David Guetta. Um, that's when you said David Guetta. Yeah, I'm like, no, no. That, that it threw me off. Um, oh, and then Lighthouse. Lighthouse is really good as well. It's a really nice song. Um, but yeah, I really regret not going to see her concert. In I really regret so. not seeing Jake Miller. Okay, <sighs> hold on. You said that. I think we're going to stop on this first question, by the way. We it's literally been okay. almost 40 minutes okay, and we're still on the first one. Um okay, hold on. So here's the backstory with that, okay? Uh-huh. Jake Miller, we both love Jake Miller. Love I Jake started Miller. listening to him because he has always liked him. So I became a fan of him. I f- a fan of him. Um so two weeks before? Is that when I found out? Yeah. Two weeks before our concert, which was in Venice, like this low-key bar, and Mm -hmm. I was really, really looking forward to it as well. Um, I found out that I had to be in Sacramento for a business meeting, which was literally that exact day. Literally. Literally that exact day. So I looked at Caesar when I... If you like Jake Miller, tell me, and then when you can go. Yeah. (laughs) So if he can't make it. <laughs> so I literally looked at Caesar and I'm like, fuck. And it was, by the way, the concert was because of his birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was like his present for us to go watch uh, Jake Miller. So like, fuck, like I did not want to go to the Sacramento meeting. Now looking back, I kind of regret going. Um, but no, I don't I, think so. I hold think on, you hold needed on, hold to. On, hold on, hold on. I... I didn't want to go to the meeting because I knew that we could create a new memory by going to the concert, just mm-hmm. you and I, mm-hmm. and not business stuff. Because mm-hmm. the things that I learned, I would have learned them either way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I found out that 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 night, and you pushed me like to go to the meeting, so I'm like, okay, fuck it, like I'm just going to go. Yeah. But 
you had the opportunity to go with someone and you literally waited two or three days before the concert to ask people if they were available to go to Venice. But to I Venice said, cop, to the concert. Cop them tickets, send them to me, and there was nothing sent to me. Why? I don't know. I asked three times. It was on the disclaimer with the concert that it was, yeah. What about it? I try to get the comp back on. No, no, no. The cop, like, give them to me. Like, I was trying to give you, I was like, give me my tickets. And you're like, no. And I was like, okay. And then I'm like, is he I joking? did not tell you no to not get the tickets. I Hold on. No. Three times, guys. Three times. Now, and I understand. Maybe we want to see You have time. access to all my <laughs> shit, literally. You could have just. <laughs> wrong guy, remember? dude. Wrong guy. The wrong guy? Wrong guy. I asked the wrong guy, guys. <laughs> no, but I think lesson here is. I pushed him to go because of the fact that there was a lot of changes happening and I'd rather you go and enjoy, not enjoy, enjoy and learn from what you had to learn from because you had to at the end of the day. I understand it was a memory and I get it. Like I didn't have to. Well, that's the thing though. But but still, like there's a certain reason why sometimes you do get asked and especially because you got invited. It wasn't like it was open to everyone in your office. Right. It and was selective. And that's the reason why, like, well, if there's a selection to it or well, there's a reason why. And I always see it, see it as like, you know what? It is what it is. Because at the end of the uh, at the end of it all, when this business is taking off a lot more for you, we can enjoy as much as Jake Miller concert tickets as we can. True. So that's the way that's I true. saw it. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, do what you have to do. But there's still that feeling of. Yeah, I regret not going. Yeah. And it's and kind of like with Kelly Clarkson, right? You have that feeling, but it's now in the future. Hey, this is what I have going on. Like you just weigh your pros and cons, I guess. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I just feel like it's destined. It was destiny just for you to go. And in the future, whenever he does tour, because he tours every year, maybe this time around will be a lot better show or something. I don't know. But I think that's one one of the reasons why I regret not going is mm-hmm. because this one was like literally low key type of bar. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a huge venue or stadium or anything like that. It was something more intimate, I guess you can say. Yeah. For his listeners. Yeah. I think that's, that's why are. I wanted to actually go because I know we you and I would have enjoyed it more mm-hmm. than if we would go to like for example the Save Mart Center in Fresno mm-hmm. because. That's already a huge venue. Yeah. It's not really as small as, as that venue. So yeah. that's the reason why I regret not going is because yeah. we would have that exclusivity, I guess yeah. you can say. Well, it happened. It's okay. Like, we're going to move on, and he's going to go on tour again. He's getting dead dates ready, and we'll see what happens Yeah, with that. You right. want to talk about another album? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. So the next one is Sam Smith, Gloria. Mm. That album. Okay, so this album was very critically. People didn't really like it. I liked it based on messages. I actually do enjoy the songs as mm-hmm. well. Like they're very great songs. I think what happened with this album, the unholy track, really took over the whole his whole mm-hmm. era, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like against it and all this stuff and it's promiscuous and blah 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 blah. But. As a whole, I can listen to that album all the time. Okay. And some of the songs that definitely stick out is No God. Basically, is talks about, like, you know, you're being ignored just as a human being. 
and you want political standpoints or religious standpoints and you're shaming people for who they are and who they love mm -hmm. and you're not a god so who are you to do that to us right so that's the that's the and i think people got the wrong um interpretation Mm -hmm. From what you just said, because yeah. I think people saw the opposite of it. Mm -hmm. The whole, oh, you're against God. So now you're worshiping the devil. evil and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. People got that wrong interpretation. Exactly. That. But that that song, no God, definitely listen to that one and really try to come. It's coming from the point of like, who are you to judge me? Basically, mm -hmm. just because your political views or religious views at the end of it all, we're all just human beings. So that's that's a song. The other one is How to Cry. So that song, mm, that, that song is just, just hits. Like it's, and it talks about just the relationship and how like one of the, one of the person is struggling to how to be vulnerable and show emotional expression mm -hmm. because like one of the lyrics is, it goes something like this. I can't really remember exa the exact lyrics. Basically it's like, no one showed you how to cry. Like no one showed you how to. Mm -hmm. And so it's true. Mm -hmm. Like, being part of the gay community that can see that a lot within our community is just we weren't taught certain things and not to say we need to be taught but it's like we're holding ourselves back especially like kind of in our generation we were holding ourselves a lot so then we kind of just grew up like that holding in within our emotions so we weren't too sure how to be with with in relationships we just didn't have enough exposure to it exactly because it was all at least from my side it was all shameful Yes. Yeah. Expressing who you love. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like no one, you didn't know how to express it. You didn't know how to truly love someone. You didn't know how to be vulnerable. Because if you were vulnerable, you were what? You were a faggot or you were this and you mm -hmm. were that. And I'm mm -hmm. using that word because that's what you were called. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it sucks. So that's mm -hmm. that's another song that hits. And then um, this one is called Hurting Interlude. So the whole interlude is this. It says, having to lie. I feel is the saddest and the ugliest part of being a homosexual. When you have your first bad love experience, for instance, you can go to your brother or your sister and say, I am hurting. That's the whole interlude of that. And it's only like what, six seconds or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that is true because growing up, when you do have that first experience, who do you go to? Especially if you can't be open with someone. What if you, that's you know the I mean? tough part. It's which is going to be our following episode, actually. But yeah. it's it's tough not having a person to express yourself in that matter. Yeah, and not feel embarrassed or afraid mm -hmm. that you're actually speaking to someone about all that. Yeah. So that's why I love this album. Like the whole album. The whole album's great. Um, six shots is another song you should really listen to. That'd be the last one I say. And it's more like in your fields, like when you're like in love, kind of flirty. It's a flirty type of song. Um, I talk about it on Instagram. So yeah, that's, that's my second album, my second full album that I can actually have. An, like it's not skip. Like I can listen to it all. I forgot about that album mm -hmm. until you mentioned that right now. Yeah. And it came out last January. So I was like, oh, it's kind of like a anniversary so it's pretty pretty cool yeah yeah and i still listen to it like i was listening to it yesterday morning mm. but yeah without being aware that we we're going to talk about it today yeah there were some songs that i can i actually did enjoy but there were some songs i'm like mm. but at the same time i really didn't pay attention to the lyrics it was more like 
I was at work and kind of like listening just in the background. So I, I didn't really intentionally pay attention to it. Yeah. How about you? Who'd you listen to? What's another one? Um, just or for not, then time what if you have sake. songs or something? I don't know. Just for time's sake. I do have to mention this one. Pink Friday 2 by Nicki Minaj. Okay. <laughs> and it came out in December. So, yes, it, it qualifies as 2023. Yes. Still fresh. Um, I think I've listened to it like 25 times. And I think that's why I got concert tickets. Like <laughs> right there and then. Which, by the way, that. I have two tickets. So, if you're wanting them, let me know. I bought two extra tickets. So, I already saw the prices that people are reselling their tickets. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to sell for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, that I, here's a, I, I, first of all, she's a great rapper. Mm -hmm. She's a great singer. Mm -hmm. She puts a lot of thought into her lyrics as well. Like there's always, there's her lyrics are purposeful. Mm -hmm. It's not just gibberish that she's just like, oh yeah, yeah put mm -hmm. this on. No, there's, there's meaning in, in every single lyric of her. She did really good at hyping people for like the longest. <laughs> <laughs> delay after delay after delay. Because girl, I like after two almost two years, I'm like, girl, when the fuck are you gonna release the, the album? But she did really good. At, whether she did it on purpose, and I don't think she did it on purpose, obviously. Yeah. But it created that emotion of, okay, now I gotta wait three six more months. And yeah. then, okay, now I got to wait another three, six more months. So mm -hmm. when it actually came out, like people went freaking bananas from it yeah. on, on it for it. So, um, yeah. And I like the fact that it's a, it's a, a mixture of old school beats, mm -hmm. um, and lyrics mm -hmm. and songs that, that she sample and then with her own version of, uh, her lyrics as well. Yeah. Um, and then the, the fact that there's also a worshiping song mm -hmm. in that album, that was like the cherry on top for me as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that she also sings. It, it's not just rapping all songs. I think that was the, the last two or three songs mm -hmm. that she actually sings because uh, she has great vocals as well. Mm -hmm. it's, she's not just a rapper. She, she can sing, sing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What are some of the songs you enjoy? <laughs> Boy, why do you always have to ask me this question? <laughs> you say you don't I, know titles. I huh? don't. Not on top. Of, <laughs> when it comes to actors or actresses, movies titles, uh, uh, song titles, I, yeah. Okay, so it let me tell you to, mine. Okay, you tell me. Okay, let me tell you my like. I think these are my top three. It's top. I I say top four. So everybody, that that like her most dancey song ever on that album. That one's so cool. Um, I like Let Me Calm Down with J. Cole. That's like, that's really, I didn't know I was going to like it as much as I, I knew I was going to like it. Mm -hmm. Like, it would, it really grew on me till I was like, man, this song's so good, especially after listening to the lyrics and reading the lyrics. Cause at first listening, it's kind of chill, like, okay. But then, yeah. like, when you pay attention to the lyrics, you're like, damn. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. especially his verse, it, it, it was like the cherry on top. Uh, also, Big Difference. That's her most like raunchy song. Not raunchy as in like sexual. It's raunchy as in like I'm here and you you better not mess with me. That's that's the type of yeah song. And then the final song would be Needle with Drake. 
something about that song. So I don't know what it is. That song, I get goosebumps. And I don't know if it's the beat. I think it's more of the beat. But I thought you were going to say kicking <laughs> kicking in the Maybach. <laughs> <laughs> Put it the same. <laughs> There's just something about that song that's just so... How do I say it? I feel at peace when I listen to that song. It's so weird that I feel oh, so relaxed. Man, okay. Yeah, I like, can see that like actually. I, I feel so relaxed. I feel so like giddy in a way. Like, I don't know. I can't explain it. But like, it's just such a great song. And I think it's because I've always wanted them to do a song together since two, they haven't done one in a long time. Whether it was just them two. Mm-hmm. And that I think that was the perfect song for them to be back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a whole new style. It wasn't like make me proud. It wasn't like all night, up all night. So it wasn't like that rap type of style. It was more relaxed. More like it was more his vibe. But you know, she came in and did her thing on it and really made it her own. So I think for me it was just those songs. So those were your top three. It was supposed to be my top three, but I said top. Those were my top four. Oh yeah, top four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I actually enjoyed her first track, which is "Are You Gone Already," which is a cover with uh, from Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. Um, I love that she kept the original lyrics from that, mm-hmm. and again, there's several tracks that she did that. But she kept the original tracks and then she put her own lyrics into it as well. Yeah. So I love the the fact that she she did those uh two. Uh FTCU, fuck the club up, <laughs> of course. Uh that's a that's a good dancing song too. Um I also love love, love Big Difference for that same purpose. Mm-hmm. That it's kinda like, don't fuck with me. This is who I am and I'm just reminding you. Yeah. Um which is kind of a, my vibe for this year. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, there's also Bam Bam. That That's a good one that I actually do enjoy. Uh, Blessings. That's the worship song that mm. I, I freaking, freaking love that she did that. And it was actually the same uh, featuring artist, uh, Tesha Cobbs, Lenard, that she did it with the the other worship, worship song. song uh-huh. That you like can't remember the name of the song but because of her that's why i started listening listening to to tasha uh last time i saw you and just the memories as well actually yep yeah it's i love all the tracks except for Nicki hendrix yeah i don't like, like i'm not <laughs> i'm not saying it's a bad track i'm just not a fan of it i'm saying it's a bad track me per- okay that's you <laughs> me personally they can hate on you me personally they i'm not what? saying they, they can, can hate on you they can hate on me uh, <laughs> me personally i'm not saying it's a bad tr- i just i w- i didn't get into it like nah, no. the beat the lyrics even the uh the person that that was featuring it future um i it just it didn't mesh with me yeah but other than that, all the I can actually listen back to back to back every single track. Yeah, I didn't understand Nicki Hendrix at all. But I can't. I listened to it for like a minute. And, and I'm for like, you to say that, it's because I mean you dissect the songs, like mm-hmm. the meaning that you do your research and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I I just go based off lyrics. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, it's just. I, I think can't. we're gonna have to rename this episode <laughs> to just our music. <laughs> I love our, I love our music. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Which I mean, and this is why I mean by this year, I do want to make more this types of episodes where it's just more relaxed. It's there's mm-hmm. no what's the mindset behind it or anything like that. It's just 
what are you guys doing? What are you guys mm-hmm. listening to it or yeah. watching or reading? And just go from there. And yeah. if we literally do one episode on one single question, which we just <laughs> did, then we just do it. And yeah. it's the fact of, I think that's the purpose of us doing the episode is we have the structure, but if it goes out of, if line, it goes out of line, we're okay with it because yes. uh, people who are listening and watching are getting to know us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're also expressing ourselves yeah. out loud, which that, that itself is powerful as well. Yeah, definitely. So I know I didn't say I have enough. So I don't have albums. I have actually like honorable mentions since honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> so in this honorable mention this section, honor- exactly. Okay, <laughs> actually, I do have one too, but okay, it's gonna be controversial. It's fine. I, already know. I want you to. I want you to say it. Mm-hmm. next. Jake Miller. Jake Miller. I'm surprised Your you album, didn't mention that. Sack. Okay, so it has. On Apple Music, it says that it's an EP. I don't think it's an EP. I think it's just a collection of all his songs he released last year. Um, but the EP is called Cul-de-Sac. Um, that EP, ooh, man, that EP is great. So he has this song called I See Ghost. It's very, like, Jake Miller-esque. I think that's the, the best way I can say it. Mm-hmm. It has a, some auto-tune. It has a little bit of poppy beat. It has that... It has that style that I like from him. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, well, it's, a, you know, it's just, it's a great pop song. Great, great pop song. I don't think he, I don't, I don't think he played at his concert, but that's one. And then cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac, it's such a beautiful song. Um, and the reason why it's the saxophone, when he uses saxophones, mm. he knows exactly how to use that instrument in his music. You listening? Keep doing your shit, dude, because... Man, like, I can't wait for him to blow up and really for others to see what I see mm-hmm. and that. Um, so that song, Cul-de-Sac, it's about, like, he's talking about his family, how, you know, he grew up with them. It was the four of them. It was very great, very loving, very supportive. And he always goes back to that Cul-de-Sac where he lives. And he has that. And a little, I think the why I connect with this so much is because maybe I, I feel like, not feel, but, like, I wish I kind of had that. So it's kind of like it, like there's some heart string. What is it? Heart tugs. Yeah. So it's kind of like oh, like that's beautiful. Yeah. For him to have that, have that experience in his life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's very. That EP was great. Green as well. Sunflowers great. Um, no to self. It's a very self reflective um, song. I like no to self. So no to mm-hmm. self. Uh, I see ghosts, coldest. I think that was it. I think those were the four, six, uh, five, six songs that came out. Um, so that album or EP, I should say, that's that's an unskippable, skippable EP. And um, yeah, I think I was thinking this morning. Side note, I think I want to I want to start um, doing vinyls, like get a vinyl Ooh, a record yes. player and start doing yeah. vi- and start doing the vinyls that I know for sure I won't skip mm. for sure. You know, You'll so just it's let not them play and yes. yeah. Because there's some albums that I love all those songs, maybe just one I don't, and then I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't get this on vinyl. But yeah, so that that's my third like album that I suggest people go and listen to. What about your third album? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's because it's it's actually very con- controversial. But I love Scarlet by Doja Cat. And it's controversial because a lot of people, again, 
see that album as she's worshiping mm. the devil and things like that. I see it as, and it kind of ties down to um, the the one that I just previously mentioned. It's kind of like, don't mess with me. Mm-hmm. This is this is who I am, and I'm gonna show what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. But that's my perception of what I'm listening throughout the whole album. Mm-hmm. It's what I am I'm listening to and how I interpret her lyrics. Yeah, does she have some other? meanings behind that i don't know that only she knows that yeah but the way when i listen i actually listen to it when i work out it's mm-hmm. it pumps me up yeah it pumps me up and it gets me through through my day as well so but yeah that that whole album the whole album yeah the songs, especially demons yeah so the songs that i truly listened to from that album the only ones that i can say stuck with me were mm-hmm. paint them to red maybe it had to, i think it had to do a lot with like a little bit of tiktok influence in mm-hmm. there to be honest mm-hmm. Um, but I like how she delivers in that album, like her delivery in that album. I'm sorry, in delivery in that song, is very great. And then, oh, is it a Agona Hill, Agora, Agona Hills, mm-hmm. Agona Hills, Agora, Hill. Agora Hills, something like that. Yeah, so that Agora Hills, Agora Hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that song, I just love the vibe. The vibe's great. Like the whole, the flow of the song mm-hmm. is great. Um, haven't paid attention to too much of the lyrics, but I like the flow. Like I can, I'll play it and I'm like, oh, I like how this sounds. Just the whole sounds. Kind of reminds me of Planet Her. Yeah. Her old album. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I can listen to. It. And that's it. Like honestly, I I never got into that album, Scarlet. The the whole but yeah, mm-hmm. she has really good good songs and yeah. even like wet vagina too. That yeah, <laughs> I know the title of the song. I'm like, what the fuck when I listen to it. But then I was listening to it, I'm like, all right, I'm actually into this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little raunchy. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is. But it it's good. It, there, the whole I personally think the whole album is good, and it's one of those like I can just play it in the background too, and just like go with it as well. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I I see that album. Yeah. And then there, do you want me to do my honorable mentions? Um, I think for time's sake, I think we can, if you can do it within one minute, go for it. Okay. So these are my honorable mentions, guys. I'm literally tracking your one minute, no, by the way. Don't. Yes, I am. Okay. So they're honorable mention albums. I have a few. So New Jeans, their second EP, Get Up. If you like K-pop, that's a great, great album. Um, Becky G. Esquinas. That album is amazing. Now, I didn't put it on top because there's certain songs that I'm like, uh, why is this here? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Pink Friday 2, of course. The next one is Big Time Rush. So for all you lovers who like, who grew up with Nickelodeon and Disney Channel like I did, mm-hmm. Big Time Rush, it sounds very mature for that boy band. Yeah. Very mature. And I really love that vibe. They're whole Ten up- seconds. <laughs> I'm literally. Why? Okay. Sierra's EPCC. Mm-hmm. If you're a Sierra fan or um, like the R&B, I think she's coming back with R&B, like true R&B. And that EP really settles her into like, hey, she's still here. She didn't release an album, right? EP. No, not an album. That's an EP. No, yeah. She uh, called EP, it an but album, but I think it's more of an EP. It's EP. only like seven songs. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, like it's not like... 12, 15 tracks or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That one. And then Hunter Hayes, if you're, if you remember Wanted by him. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. He released his new album, Red Sky, and that album is 
great. Now, like I said, all these had a lot of tracks that not a lot of tracks, but some tracks where I couldn't say like, oh, that album's unskippable. Mm-hmm. But um, the only one I can say would be the Big Time Rush. And I don't really talk about it because there wasn't really depth into it. It's mm-hmm. very like pop and um, just a feel good album. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So we can actually close. Yeah the episode with what it actually was meant to be <laughs> which was looking back in 2020 but actually we really did stay on on track with what the theme was for the episode we just yeah. delved more delved, 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 delved more into music so which i actually enjoy which we do need to do an episode just on music yeah and i will have all my cliff notes and, and also like that. songs that you should listen to my name is jaded demi lovato still alive danata ola aunque te quiero luke combs fast car cold swindle broken stop and the weekend one of the girls with jenny from blackpink all right that song so closing question <laughs> guys we could be here for another hour on the same topic by the way and just him talking which is why he's going to be starting his own podcast on on music so not podcast youtube channel. oh youtube channel well sorry. now that i'm starting i'm gonna get back to it yeah yeah so stay tuned on that so closing question yes how would you sum up your overall experience in 2023 in just a few words mm, i wrote a damn maybe i didn't oh yes i didn't write it down um, two words. I would say awakening, growth, and self love. Awakening, growth, and self love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the first one. Awakening. Yeah. What do you mean by that? So I re- I learned a lot about myself during twenty twenty three, and I learned more about me and why I do certain things and mm-hmm. why I react in certain in certain ways, especially in our relationship. Okay. Because I've been, we've had our moments and I'm like, hey, I apologize for this because I did this. But I think it's because of this reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so you're like, oh, I can see that. And I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's why. And so I think I say awakening because of that. And then back to awakening because I closed myself off a lot, like the last several years on what I want to do and Mm. truly feel comfortable doing it. And talking about it. And I want to get back to that. It's like, it's either now or never where I'm going to truly do what I want to do. Or it's not, it's never going to happen. So that's why I said awakening. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's literally, literally TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Oh, I was like, what about like the time? App? I was time. like, what about the app? Not the actual <laughs> TikTok. Um, for me, it was more of. How do I put this without? For me, it was more of discovery on getting to know people. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, knowing how maybe their thoughts, their words, their visions don't fit into my own needs. Mm -hmm. And knowing that it's okay to separate myself from that. Mm -hmm. I think that that was one of the biggest lessons that I, I reflected last month in December as I was thinking throughout the year. I'm like, I am very proud of that because 
I believe I have been until last year, I have been the, the type of person that was influenced by others to go with what was being said. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't in a bad way. Yeah. It was just that's those were their their visions, their their thoughts, their experiences. Mm -hmm. So I went with it because I'm still in that stage of my life that I'm still learning about life in that in that sense. Mm -hmm. And but last year I started reflecting and be like, well, I love that you're doing that, but I don't want to do that myself. Yeah. Or I love that you have the vision for yourself, but that doesn't fit with what I actually would want to do. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to have those differences and mm -hmm. still be in a good position with that person. Yeah. So it's kind of like having that peaceful relationship mm -hmm. with anyone that, that that can be, but you still have those differences in, in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to have that, but that's something that I, I learned um, throughout the, the 2023. Yeah. And that's how I would sum it up, mm -hmm. really, that, that learning curve, I yeah. guess you can say that. That's a great question. I just don't that know wasn't that. a question. That was an answer. No, I know. That was, that was a great question for you to ask because I love the answers. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love our answers. And yeah, I think that's it. That's yeah. it for this Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. <laughs> if you are watching or listening, thank you so much, you know, for, for continuing to be, our, you know, for being our audience and listening and viewing. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, um, comment on our YouTube channel. Um, if you made it this far, comment your favorite album or song from 2023. Ooh, if you made good. it this far, um, you can do it. On, you can leave it on the review as well. If you're watching on Spotify or Apple Pod watching, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts, definitely also give us the review and tell us, you know, we really want to know. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social medias. Um, we have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, we have a bunch of great things coming up on those platforms as well and i'm very excited to launch those just go to our link tree our link tree has, has all the, everything the yeah so the links are down below now um any additional remarks you're good no i think i'm good um and just remember this is vida by design where life is a canvas and you are the artist awesome all, all right. right see you folks next time see thank ya. you thank you for listening and watching bye-bye